Welcome back, everybody, to Becoming a Critical Health Thinker. You're listening to Episode 38, Happy New Year from a Critical Health Thinker. Well, can you believe it, my friends? We made it through 2020 and now 2021 by the grace of God, and here we are. If you're listening to this podcast, today is January 13th, 2022. Then together you and I and the world have been enduring and experiencing a historic pandemic that has brought great unrest and suffering and all things good, bad, and ugly. But guess what? Here we stand. Hi, I'm Becky Campos, and I want to wish everyone listening a very happy new year. While there's no better way to kick off this year's podcasting than to introduce you to three of my very favorite New Year's critical health thinking skills to keep in mind as we continue to become critical health thinkers. And if there's any time in our personal histories to think critically about all things health, it would be during a pandemic, right? And so you'll find these extremely helpful. These three critical health thinking skills will make a difference in pressing forward into the new year 2022. Health is first how we think and then what we do is the first critical health thinking skill of the new year we want to continue to hold fast to as I've mentioned it before as we make our way through this life-saving life-changing information this is the most basic concept in our pursuit of knowing how to care for ourselves everything you ever do or don't do to assist your natural self-healing self-cleansing and self-rejuvenating capabilities hangs on this critical health thinking skill it is so good for us and guess what it takes time to think did you know it and if there is anything I was not doing during my unhealthy years. It was thinking critically about my health care. I discovered that I did not have a cancer problem. I had a lack of knowledge problem. And that changed everything because if this was true, I could do something about my lack of knowledge. I didn't have to stay in that condition. And so iron entered my soul and I've kept this critical health thinking skill close to me for the last 20 years. Health is first how you think, my friends, and then what you do. Well, the second New Year's critical health thinking skill comes to us in the form of a question and I love it and find it applicable and useful in every area of my life and I think you will too. So here it is. How do you interpret lifestyle medicine and the 12 laws of simple health? When you make your way through all of the information that I've been making available in becoming a critical health thinker, how do you interpret it? Are they an answer to reclaiming your health if need be, or are they another problem you must overcome 
concern yourself with and quite frankly you just don't have time for and this would apply to any health and wellness information it doesn't have to be necessarily my my work but all other uh, health and wellness information you may come across here your answer isn't as important as being aware of your answer so that if you find yourself more on the side of interpreting health and wellness information as another problem you must deal with you can address it so that you may arrive at the appropriate philosophy and attitude of health that will assist you in mastering the strategy of health and so that you can come to a position of strength and not a position of weakness. But no worries, if you haven't yet, uh, you can make your way to the Philosophy and Attitude of Health podcast and you won't be disappointed you did. I cover a lot of information there and I think it is extremely helpful, especially as you make your way into 2022. If you're struggling uh, with any kind of health condition or um, you're feeling a little overwhelmed by all the things that need to be addressed, no worries, there's so much information and you can make your way there. Now, so far, I've introduced you to a simple health introduction, parts one through four, cancer's not a mystery, knowing your enemy, parts one through seven, five powerful critical health thinking skills, an introduction to the laws of health, parts one and two, foods for life, processed foods are not a food group, status foods for life, and raw foods and cooked foods for life, a total of 569.05 hours of life-saving, life-changing information. And guess what? Those hours only include uh, the strategy of health and introduction to simple health and half of the law of nutrition. I've not made my way into any of the other laws. And if this podcast is your introduction to lifestyle medicine and you're just joining us, those hours do not include the philosophy of health or the attitude of health, which I introduced previously. That's a lot of information to make your way through and congratulations if you've done so, but no worries again. If you have not, the great thing about podcasts is that they can be accessed anywhere at any time over and over again, so you won't miss a thing. Now, mastering the laws of health is not a small measure, my friend. The law of nutrition, the law of drinking water, the law of exercise, the law of sleep, the law of rest, the law of reducing stress, oh my, the law of cleansing and fasting, the law of sunlight, the law of fresh air, and the laws of emotional and spiritual fortitude are what we are headed towards. And a good thing to remember here is that the earlier we settle these questions and thoughts in our journey to becoming a critical health thinker, the earlier we will find ourselves approaching this life-saving, life-changing information from a position of strength rather than from a position of weakness. And that's what we want, right? 
While when John and I came to this information, we were in a desperate state and a suffering state of mind, and by the grace of God, saw it as an answer to our problem and not another problem to have to overcome. This doesn't mean that it was easy to master the strategy of health I am introducing in this podcast, but rather that exiting the standard American diet, the standard American lifestyle, examining our lives, mastering lifestyle medicine, and working out countless of changes we both experienced were all worthy of the work and drama and sometimes trauma we encountered at first. Transitioning from an unhealthy state of affairs in our lives to a healthy state of affairs is no small measure, my friend. I mentioned in episode 28, What Happens to You Happens to Me, where my husband John and I shared our story. What a beautiful thing it was witnessing John's humility in his work to lay down unhealthy but familiar practices for a better, wiser, and structured to our being lifestyle. He most definitely saw this work as an answer to my suffering and that was a very good thing so settling these questions may take some time but doing so ushers a significant freedom and ability to endure the work it takes to master lifestyle medicine at all cost with the goal of becoming eminently skilled at assisting the body's natural self-healing self-cleansing and self-rejuvenating capabilities Now, there were many times in those early days when I was struggling and feeling overwhelmed, which brings us to the third New Year's critical health thinking skill. I felt the pressures of not only running my household, re-entering into life again after a grim diagnosis, making my way through life and death decisions, and just not knowing what I know today. I had very few recipes, as I've mentioned, I was overcoming sadness and all that comes with a grim diagnosis and um, the drama and drama of it all. And although I was 100% committed to the work and received it as an answer, exiting my unhealthy lifestyle at times proved to be wearisome. And it was during those times I was pressed to increase my critical health thinking or I would have been completely drained of the strength required for the work. And so it was during one of these times that I came to the concept of mastering lifestyle medicine, guess how? Only for today, not for the rest of my life, not for when I was going to travel, what would I do then? Not for the next holiday or birthday or family events, but simply only for today. I set my mind like Flint, as they say, as I went to bed, each evening preparing myself to wake up the next morning and gather my perseverance and determination to press on following my protocol with excellence to the best of my ability and endurance for only today then i went to bed and prepared my mind for the next day and woke up and did it all over again 
Little by little, I made my way through reclaiming my health one day at a time, one resource at a time. Uh, The days turned into weeks, weeks into months, months into years. And one day I woke up and it was 20 years. Now, this doesn't mean that I didn't plan and study and chart my ways throughout, but that rather that I freed myself from the pressure that sometimes threatened to overwhelm me. I learned that I could master this life-changing, life-saving information literally only for today. And when I kept my mind focused on my daily work, I found it to be just exactly what I could handle. It wasn't long before I no longer felt overwhelmed and I was making my way through countless of information, applying it and reaping the benefits of my hard work. It's for certain that as we make our way through 2022, you may encounter roadblocks, did you know it, in your journey to becoming a critical health thinker. But no worries, my friend, these three critical health thinking skills, when kept close, will make all the difference in the world that you need to keep pressing on. While I'm extremely excited to continue to uh, introduce you to all of the work that uh, is necessary for mastering lifestyle medicine, and I am thrilled to return to the Law of Nutrition, so please join me in episode 39 as I introduce you to Cooked Foods for Life, part 2. And as always, it is my hope that after all your listening, you will experience how simple health really is. <music>